0: start. With. <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> I know I gotta be the way that you are. <laughs> why are you the way that you are? <laughs> I hate so much about the things you choose to be. <laughs> Dude, I feel like we haven't recorded just the two of us in a long time. It feels like it's been, yeah, it's been a few weeks. It's only been two. Oh, well, it's well, been we did, a few weeks. It's with, been a few weeks. Yeah. Oof, yeah. Since it's been just the two of just us. Just the two of us. Yeah. So this is the Black
1: Light Podcast. We are back. Levi and AD. Yeah. Hit it up like old times. So yeah. listeners, a,
0: if you. uh where, if you're trying to go to sleep, listen to the soothing sound. <laughs> Levi T. Arena. Hello, this is. I appreciate the shout out in the last episode. <laughs> so, thank you. Some people were confused. They're like, is that Levi? Hi- Levi, are you there? What? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> That's right, funny, man.
1: So, yeah, we, uh, AD is back from photo rehab. I am back from California and other places. Um, so, we're yeah, just back in town in Colorado. Um, I don't know where this is going. I, I thought I, I had a point where I was going
0: with There's that. There's no point. We're here. <laughs> we're doing it. We had a couple things we want to get through, a couple of uh, takes we want to hear. But we're what I'm excited about is that people have started, like, talking on Instagram. People are getting at us. People are they're saying stuff. And I like it. I love it. Uh, I think it was Kalen Rodriguez. She talked about how um, that first... Uh, that first story we told about the homeless guy yeah. who pulled up in the in the, in the the Escalade, mm-hmm. she doesn't live too far from me. I think her name's is Caitlin Rodriguez. I should look it up. I know her last name is Rodriguez. She doesn't live too far. And she said that that happened to her, or her, to her boyfriend outside of their house. Really? Yeah. Like, a guy pulled up in a black SUV and while he, they were doing yard work, just like I was, and had some gaudy jewelry, and was like, hey would you guys like give me some money? And he wouldn't leave until the guy went into his, her boyfriend went into their house and got, you know, and got some money and gave him like a couple bucks. And I was like, oh, this is a thing. Wow! Like this is the new hustle. This, and it wasn't, the timeline wasn't the same. Like this happened to me. What, like, when did we start this? Like a couple, three months ago? Yeah,
1: around then. Yeah. Yeah. But it happened
0: to her like two weeks ago. So the guy so it's is still going strong in this area. He's like, I'm onto something. All I have to do is ride around in an escalator, <laughs> you know, and uh, ask people for money when they're doing yard work. And so it's such a crazy thing. But anyway, I'm more excited that people are listening and like are chiming in and letting us know, but we want more, you know, we do. I think what we really want people to get at us with, uh, is just,
1: Tell us what you think. You People are saying that they like the podcast. Tell us what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We really want to hear people's thoughts on this stuff. I had a, a friend of mine from Latvia, Inta, just drop me a line or drop us a note saying that she loved the podcast. Um, Inta just uh, love it. I'm glad we're, we have some reach around the world. Just hit us up. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. We want this, this place to be a, just a spot for engagement where we can really address things that are on people's minds. Um, I mean, we have plenty of thoughts on our own, but we want to hear what you think, too.
0: Yeah, no, I think, and then even last uh, last two weeks ago, someone mentioned uh, the stuff about our sound. They're like, "Hey, you know, I'm just being real." You yeah, they're just like, Your sound sucks." Hey, no, they're like, <laughs> "Our sound has uh, the 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 breaks have a lot of they're really loud," and so we're sorry about that. Yeah, you know? and, and
1: so we uh, we fixed it last week, I think, and we got some music on our own, so we can kind of do the mixing ourselves versus having it be split up. So, we are working to actively make this as good as we can for just being two dudes uh, in a basement.
0: Two dudes in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next podcast. Now you know where we are. Yeah. Caitlin Rodriguez. I just looked. And I think it was into photography. Yeah. That's a um, friend from Latvia. Oh, that's your friend from yeah, Latvia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. that Then maybe that wasn't her that said the uh, thing about the sound. Anyway. Oh. We need okay. to talk about real stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, Anyway, I love it. So get at us, get at us on um, iTunes. We want people to hear us. I, you know, we want if you like it, we, you know, give us a share, give us a shout out. Uh, we're, I think we're working or we're gonna start working on getting some like giveaways and stuff like that. How cool would that be? That'd be freaking awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah. just to like we. I, I think when we were talking about this, we're like, hey, we we want something to. For photographers to listen to and to be inspired by and just to share our thoughts and share our takes. And so it's been really fun. But now it's kind of morphed a little bit into sort of this hub of conversation and like people are getting back at us. And so we love that. And so we want to continue by just like giving back and having fun. Absolutely. And, yeah. and if you
1: happen to be going to ARC or if you're in Vancouver, uh, give us a shout. We Come are going to be doing arc. some multi- uh, we're going to be a couple episodes during the week of ARC, which is the 21st to the 25th of that week of October. We're both going to be there, and we're going to be chatting it up and just uh, doing episodes with some recaps, also interviewing some people out there. Uh, if you will be in Vancouver at the time, come let us know. We'd love to chat and just kind of hear your thoughts and also just yeah, get to meet you at ARC and at uh, some of these events. I've Over the years, I've really loved going to conferences and workshops just as a way to connect with people from around the country, around the world. So make sure you give us a shout if you're going to be at ARC. Because um, we look forward to meeting you and seeing you.
0: Yeah. Um, um, wait. One question yeah. before we get into the real stuff. Okay. Where do you? What kind of bag do you shoot with? What kind of like photo gear bag? I shoot with an Ona bag. You Shoot with an Ona bag. Yeah. Is it leather? It is leather. I need. I want a new leather bag. I have a bag that I love right now. Uh, it's from. Monfrodo. Is that how you say it? Mon- Something like that. Manfredo? Yeah. Manfrodo? Manfrodo.
1: Uh <laughs> sounds so plebeian. Yeah. Plebeian? Plebeian. What's plebeian? Just like of the people kind of, of the like people? Yeah, just like, you know, like the the lower class yeah. working folk of the Roman Empire.
0: <laughs> you plebeian. <laughs> Get out of here, you peasant. Yeah. With your manfred Manfrotto bag. No, but that's not I mean, I actually really love the bag, except that it doesn't clasp. Like oh, really? so when I'm shooting in the Third World, I remember walking around you know nigeria mm-hmm. and being like oh this uh, bag it has a faux sort of leather strap but instead of the strap buckling it actually is just a magnet and yeah. how that bothers me but the depth and the the size of the bag and the the, the pockets i love it's padded perfectly
1: i get a lot of compliments on my own a bag i feel like it's a nice bag it's a messenger bag so i can throw laptops in there and it feels yeah. good um but I'm also considering looking at something different for shooting. Like yeah. going back to like a shoot sack, which is like the neoprene, super lightweight. Sure. Just because sure. it's easier to
0: travel with, um, and it's just super lightweight. But I used to only shoot with a shoot sack. I don't have. I still have it from uh, Think Tank. I used you, to love that bag. Yeah. Do you want to sell it to me? Uh, I might give it to you. Hmm. Um, first giveaway of the, the first. <laughs> oh, the first giveaway <laughs> of the
1: Blacklight. Black AD's old line. shoot sack <laughs> given to Levi.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should give away old gear. <laughs> I have an old lens. I have like or an old something. busted film camera from like Russia. What if Russia? I that camera away right there? That old Polaroid camera. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Just mail out like. Eh. I'm gonna think about it. Okay. I like that.
1: We thing. could just give away all the random crap around our houses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we're gonna give away actual. Okay. Photogram- oh, okay. Yeah, we're gonna give away some good stuff, but we just have to get onto it and uh, you know figure it just out. Just make it man. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Man, uh, I played chess yesterday. Oh yeah, how was that? Uh, I I didn't do very well. Yeah. Did you get cleaned up? Yeah, I I won my last game against my buddy but the first two games or three games I played I uh, it's just it's just sad when you play someone who um, Did you play Andrew? I played Andrew Yeah Yeah.
1: Our buddy Andrew is a freaking trust ninja Yeah and he's not really fun to play with because he always just like mops the floor with you Yeah and then he's
0: like real like calm about it Yeah and so it's just like uh, he's so screw like, you man he's like I know I'm better than you but <laughs> you can play me like uh, it's so it's like a, pit, like a pity play
1: like oh, I'll, I'll play chess with you it's like when you're like little like six year old niece or nephew is like will you play chess with me and yeah. you just like clean up with them because yeah. that's what I do I don't, I don't let them win yeah. um, that's you? like yeah. Andrew
0: Andrew us. yeah it's definitely a pity but I'm going to beat him next time we play anyway uh, so a couple of takes I want to re- reference because a couple of people have talked about the takes um and they're interesting. I don't want to like fully discuss them right now, but I just want to like... <laughs> Tease them out? I, yeah. You know, remember when we talked about photo rehab? Yeah. No, not photo rehab. We just talked about photoshops, photo workshops in yeah. general. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how some of them uh, are, how do you say?
1: Like, we talked about the
0: bad side of yeah, them yeah. and how like in some places there are some people who might take advantage. And so I did get a, a take. Someone was like, hey, we want to make sure... I just wanted to make sure that you guys were virtue signaling, signaling which mm. is an idea that I don't think about often. But what virtue signaling is is saying, like, oh, like you guys aren't acting the way I would act in that situation, even though you know, and so I grew up, you know, in you know, in church. My dad was a pastor, you know, and so I had you know, sometimes I think, oh, I don't want to put on my morals to, to, to everyone. And so this is a very touchy and hairy way to say this, but I'm just gonna—I'm just trying to be honest, you know. Like, so what he was saying was, he's like, because he, I think the take that we took was like, hey, you shouldn't use your position of power to. Uh, he looks so concerned right now. <laughs> I, like I just, I have,
1: I have thoughts of what is about to be said, and I have some. If I don't think I'm going to say it wrong, okay.
0: I don't think I'm going to say it wrong because I'm starting to sweat right now.
1: And no, 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 I'm not worried about what you said. I'm, I'm, worried, I'm not thinking about what's I can imagine. No,
0: no, 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 someone saying he, okay, he, he Correct. definitely did not say it's okay to use your position of power to, you know, to. Uh, Manipulate people of lesser power, <laughs> uh, but I think, and I had to go re-listen to the take, and I think maybe we'll do that, and then when we, I want to talk about sort of Me Too and that movement inside the photography community, okay. But I will want to do it with a woman on the podcast, yeah, like someone totally. who has thought through it, and with a you know. So I don't want to be you know
1: mansplaining Me Too, to, exactly, yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
0: That's why I want to save this for another episode. Sounds great, but I do want to like prep our listeners and prep you like to say like, okay, I want to readdress like uh, how to properly navigate this situation, uh, as far as like those takes, and so I think we said something like.
1: Yeah, well, come back to because you had a point with this virtue signaling thing you were talking about. Like, I'm curious as to where
0: where that was headed. Oh, about virtue signaling. Yeah, well, I, just in the sense that like, I don't want to say something like, "Hey, you shouldn't drink beer" or something like that. When it's you, like a the, tw- the twang. Beer, on that. <laughs> that's how I say beer. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't ever want to say oh, but he drinks beer. So he, you know, I'm using beer as an example because it's not a bad thing, you know? and But someone would understand why that another person that doesn't drink beer might think that that's wrong or that, you know, and so if someone thinks that beer is wrong and then they try to like put that sort of virtue over everyone and say, oh, well, he's not doing it or she's not doing it, so she's bad. That doesn't make that person bad. That doesn't, you know, and that's, and I say bad, like I can decide who you know who's bad or good. I don't think that at all. I just want to make sure that that in that conversation, since there's two sides um that we're not virtue signaling that's yeah. that's as far as I want to go right now, because I definitely want to hear uh, a woman's take on sort of women in the industry because I think it's a women a, a female. Led industry. Yeah,
1: like. I, I, I mean, yeah, I don't want to say, I think that's an awesome, I think you're 100% right that we definitely need to have a woman on the podcast to talk about these things because it's like us just bantering back and forth. Um, isn't necessarily helpful or wholesome. I do think that a lot of it ties into um, just positions of power. And I think that honestly, I mean, both of us aren't white. And so I think there's like this element of race and um, that is reminiscent of, you know, power dynamics are like, you know, we're not in positions of power racially, so to speak, where I think we can, to a certain extent, like, um, like are familiar with some of the struggles of like the underdog, so to speak. I feel like I have for a long time recognized and realized that people have told me how my experiences should be, how I should feel, or how I should be perceived inside of society. And I feel like that people sometimes don't just just don't get what it's like to be, to not have um, whatever social clout or whatever that whatever that is, you know. And so I feel like I've just been like honest, like you know what I feel like there's just like weight where like p- people just don't get it. They feel like you, you know, you're just doing your thing. You're you're trying to make yourself a career or are we trying to make make your way through life or trying to trying to grow as a human being and the struggles that you face on a day-to-day basis are dismissed because it's like hey that stuff's not real it's made up it's just like it's just not true is i think what i'm told like it's kind of it's a like, gaslighting thing it's like hey your experiences being you know a like mexican american are made up and i feel like i'm just sick of being gaslit and so what i am tired of is Oppressive majority culture built upon systems of oppression or systems of just like gaslighting people of minority. Yeah. Uh, it just, I just think yeah, it's like this concept of majority culture that I feel like has suppressed um, people like myself or other, others in general. Um, sure. And I feel like again, like this is like a, again, and we talk about race a lot because it's relevant to our lives. But it's, I feel like I'm having this like awakening of my own. Heritage and stuff like that too, um, but more so I'm like I'm oh I guess it's my default my recent default has been to like people of power telling people who don't have power how they should feel about things. And as, I'm not saying that's what your friend was saying, but I'm saying like, there's this virtue signaling thing that you're talking about. More of what I'm I feel like my instant like defense goes up and I'm like oh someone who has power telling somebody else why they're wrong who doesn't
0: have the power or who is in a situation. Where it's like yeah no, that's that's where my it. He wasn't saying – he actually agreed with the takes. He wasn't to, – just to defend him Yeah, bit, yeah. He, he listened to the pod and he was just like, for a second I, I was afraid that there was a little bit of virtue signaling going on. And I was like, what's virtue signaling? Yes. You know, and he's like, well, you know, th- there is no – there is a sort of – there's no code of ethics. You know, there's morality that overruns – like overrules everything, I think. But there's no like – photographer's code of ethics yet I mean I think that there should be and at any any event or workshop there should be a code right. of ethics yeah. but it doesn't, it's not necessarily always the case and so and so by whose code do we then implement uh, goodness and so I have my own personal code but I I wonder how we then say to so and so who has a different set of experiences I don't think everything's okay I believe me I'm not trying to say oh yeah. you should go sleep around with You know, every girl or every guy at a workshop. That's literally not what I'm saying. I just wanted to make sure, you know, because I I think I had the same thought. I I taught at a workshop, yeah, and I'm single, and (laughs) I'm being very honest. I there were girls there that I was attracted to, you know, and I was like, I was like, oh, dang, and I had to like check myself, and I was like, all right, okay. I normally I might flirt with this girl, but I'm in a position of power, and so I need. To not even talk to them, you know? <laughs> like, and so normally I. You to Mike Pence it. Yeah, is that what Mike Pence? Said? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he did do that. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not what I was doing, but I, I, in my mind, I was like, I'm not sure how to navigate this right now because yeah. of the situation. So, yeah. it's not that I would even have abused the power. I just, I'm just, you just honestly wasn't it. sure what I was you know how to handle it I even mentioned it to another mentor I was kind of like man I I was like man I I wonder what I'm supposed to do right now because what if that was like my wife and because of some sort of code I said I would never you know or whatever now I don't talk to her is that what it, is that is that what it's supposed to be or, or is that is that too far I literally didn't talk to her because I was just like well I'm not I don't you know I don't even want to be in the grey area Mm -hmm. I will stay on the line that it's very clear (laughs) the the black lights yeah (laughs) I I don't want to be in the grey area even though I find this woman extremely attractive and wonderful and you know and uh, we did talk a little bit, but it wasn't because me. Mm. I was, you know, and I was just very like, yes, hello, mm. yes, I'm a mentor, <laughs> yes, uh uh-huh. okay, well, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but that's it was a it was a legitimate, honest thought. And so from that, I, I wonder, you know, if we're making a let's say we're having a blacklight code of ethics that we sort of uh, prescribe. Sure. What 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 do you do in that situation? What Levi, I'm asking yeah. you, what do I what do I say to A D from Photo Rehab, oh, yeah. like, hey man, like it's the end of rehab, you saw this lady and you just you know and maybe I know sometimes I'm a I'm personally just too strict on myself. Maybe I it didn't have to be that strict. You know, I agree with that, but I'd also want to talk through it. I'd also want to know. So this is. I did not mean to talk about this. Man,
1: Black Lad's coming out, exposing everything. Um, Honestly, I, since you're asking for my advice on the podcast, what I'd probably say, slash what I actually will say, is that I think, well, first off, I think it's insanely, like, maybe Noble is like a. I don't know. I think noble or just like <clears throat> I
0: don't
1: know, meaningful. They're like, yeah, I'm, I want to think about this intentionally. This matters to actually try to do this the right way. I sure. To be mindful about it, especially since we talk about it in the pod and stuff. Uh, but I also feel like once the context of power, unpower, etc., is a kind of broken, another it pays more of the way for uh, a normal human relationship to exist. And so I feel like if that's if there's a desire to like, hey, I like to chat with this person. I feel like once that the construct of power is kind of removed, which in this case is like, you know, the workshop itself, there's a chance to be like, hey, sending someone a message, ch- chatting, connecting, um, where it's not strictly related to like, where I guess, yeah, it's the, the abuse or the prospect for abuse. Obviously, you wouldn't abuse it, but this, that prospect is like kind of even off the table. Right. But there's not really even a context for that, for that to be judged or perceived that way. Um, that's kind of my thought. And I'd be like, yeah, like, I don't feel like it means that you can't Ex- like see, like, hey, maybe this could be something. After. <laughs> pursue it exactly, yeah, yeah. but it's kind of like allowing that the space while there is some like ambiguity and some gray to kind of let that area pass a bit until it's a little bit more linear. Mm-hmm. Then once the more linear and a little more black, like you know, or it's maybe it maybe doesn't matter as much in terms of like the constructs to say, yeah, you know, I'm I'm fine. I'll so maybe see you check this out a bit or then, you know,
0: yeah, drop okay. in and say hey
1: or some of that. That's what I would I would probably. Mm-hmm. That's I don't forget to ask me for my my morality or whatever. That's probably what yeah I would say. yeah
0: no. That's I think that's the question. Just kind of like mm, okay, how do I properly navigate it? You know, because it's it was it. I thought about it. You know, around the fire late at night. You know, and everyone's hanging out and having a good time. I'm like, I'm gonna step away. You know, not that I think the people who stayed were wrong. I think that's maybe the virtue signaling sure, thing. Yeah. Where I don't. I think everyone was just having a good time. I have no issue whatsoever. I think everyone was just having fun. Right. And not that nothing happened, but um, but just being like, huh, I wonder in this sort of new age where relationships are being sort of redefined, you know. And I also wonder, too, like I, I kind of asked a woman about this, and uh, she, was like, she was like, well, what if I want to? Be with a guy who mm. has power. You know what I mean? Like and she was being honest. Yeah. Man, we should not talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we need like five other women I in think, the room. Yeah. yeah and yeah. we need to be quiet. Right. Like, that's what
1: needs to happen. That's that. the next black up next episode is gonna be neither Adia nor I, just women yeah. talking about
0: the things If that- you if listen, if you if you're listening to this and you're like Hey, Ad Levi. Think about it this way. Yeah,
1: I love it. Actually, do this: send us a voice memo. Send us a voice memo so we can actually air it on the podcast and respond to it or talk yeah. about it and she, have your yeah. just opinions out there.
0: Yeah, like let us know because I, I, I'm being honest. Like I really want to know, especially what women in the industry think. But like we we want to like get it out there, yeah, and start seriously. talking about it. Yeah. So if there's something that you're like, oh, Ad, you're not thinking about this perspective. Or, you're not thinking about this, or why, why don't you think about it this way? Or Ad. Um, you should just save me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hit
1: us up with a voice memo, um, DM us for emails or addresses or, you know, whatever. And just text it to us or whatever. Like we'd love to just hear your thoughts so we can put on the podcast, let other people hear it. Um, because I feel like this conversation, obviously, is so much bigger than just AD and I. Oh, of course. Obviously. And I think it's important to get other people's perspective. And in the meantime, we're going to work on getting some women on the podcast that can address those conversations. Like, intentionally. Intentionally. But
0: if you're listening and you're like, <laughs> AD, I can talk about this. Yeah. Then then hit us up. Then hit us up. Yeah. If you were like, now I, have, I understand. I've talked through this. I've thought through it. And we're like, and we want a woman. Like, we want women to talk about it. Uh, then come on the pod and let's uh, let's, let's talk about it here. Seriously. Yeah. Um,
1: That's probably a good place to take a break.
0: And we're back. Here we go. All right. Black light.
1: Uh, <sighs> I think this has been one of the most raw episodes between you and I. Like Just being like, Okay, this is what's up. Like we're this is about where we're at personally. Like, thoughts on the table between the two of us. Sure. Not just like oh, this is what someone said. Things, but
0: like boom,
1: like here's some things, and they're not perfectly. Uh, it's, yeah, not perfectly it's not perfectly packaged. It's not pretty. It's yeah. not pretty.
0: Yeah. And I and I hope that I hope I'm not offending anyone. I, I don't think I said anything that offends anyone, but. And you're not trying to F anyone. No, we're just trying just to be real.
1: Trying to be real. Yeah. And I think it's just it can be hard. And I think that's that's actually I think the reason people aren't real is because we are worried that people are going to take our reality and like just judge us for it. Versus being like, you know what, I'm dealing through stuff. I'm trying to figure out who I am and what I think about stuff. And that's that's just messy. Yeah. Like it's it's really messy. And I think just like in light of today's culture, like where and again not to make it ultra political, but like between the just where things are at, um, it's easy to feel like. Some A lot of people are against you on whatever side you're on. Right.
0: Um,
1: and I feel like that's just how people kind of feel like, man, people don't get me. So yeah. we're just being real. Uh, if you get it, you don't get it, hit us up. I just, yeah, I'm just feel stoked that we're talking about stuff. That yeah. Is and I
0: hope people vibe with it. Let us know. Again, uh, we're going to have not just women on the podcast, we're going to, you know, even white men. Like, I want to have everyone, I and mean, we have already, but yeah. I want to have them talk about their perspective. This can be a place, even though we're talking about photo. It's a lens that magnifies the world. <laughs> that was me, AD, that said that. AD, okay. Just <laughs> everyone, because I use my soft Levi. His voice. Okay, yeah. It's Our- a lens that magnifies the world, and Levi. <laughs> 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 okay, I sound nothing like. You. All,
1: All right. right, there's
0: some stuff you want to talk about. Well, yeah. Okay, so I was at photo rehab, and I okay. M- one of my classes that I taught was um, a. uh was a portfolio review. So people... We did a blind portfolio review. Everyone submitted their photos, and we all looked at everyone's photo on a, a screen, and then we sort of talked through the images and said, what do you like? What do you not like? How do, would you fix it? That kind of stuff. What, what do you feel? like?" And so it helped the photographers understand how people responded to their personal imagery, cool. things like that. So I, I loved the class. There was a photo, and I'm, I'm calling out someone in the class, but I actually... This is the the problem is I is I don't know where I stand on this, and the the photographer I think will be uh, one of the great voices of wedding photography in our generation. I think she uh, has this this thing that is that she no one's touched on yet. I think she's doing something. I don't think even think she knows that she's doing it, but she's doing a thing that is going to speak to the generations in in such a different way. So cool. to the photographer. You know, if you because I'm going to break down your image, we're going to talk about it. But I think that you have it. You know, I just in case you listen to this, I don't want you to be like, oh, Aiden didn't like my photos or something. You know, I love your photos, and I'm very excited for you know you to like hone your craft uh, to that photographer. Um, But uh, she had an image where um, where we looked at the photo, and I was like, oh man, look at this! Like this photo was amazing look at the 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 rain coming down in the in the back and look at the, the couple so perfectly placed in this setting I was like man and I think I even said it during the class I was like this photographer got lucky and then capitalized on their luck with skill you know because of where they put him in this mm-hmm. this like old barn and I was like this photo is legit and I was like I, I loved it and I was like there's nothing I would change I wish it was mine blah 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 and so we talked through it. We talked about how it made us feel. You know, we even talked about what uh, what price range this photographer might be in. You know, or what manally sort of breaking, clientele? Breaking it down, yeah, yeah, what kind of clientele? Based on what images they're presenting in their portfolio, would uh, would they be after that kind of thing? Uh, and so, I, anyway, I loved the class. But so we did that. We saw the photo, and a particular part about this photo uh, was the rain. You know, like how they captured the rain coming through the roof uh and I, I hope she doesn't get mad at me for for breaking this down on here, but whatever i she's great and i I literally think she's gonna change the world but, um so she uh, but afterwards she was like, Hey, just so you know uh that i I added in that rain uh and I was like, Oh, what do you mean she's like i add, it was like a a skin that you get mm-hmm. in some preset pack yeah. or something." and it's just the rain and she you know perfectly added it in the right places and there wasn't rain I was like what do you mean there wasn't rain what was the couple looking at she's like they just happened to be looking up and I just thought it'd be nice to add some rain and I kind of played it off like oh oh okay that's cool um but I didn't know but after that I was like huh I don't know what I think about that like I don't know I don't it's not is it, it's not any less of a work of art, because art is as it is in front of you. Correct, yeah. So I think that uh, knowing that it was constructed in a different way than I would have constructed it maybe puts it in a different bracket of photography, but I don't know what that is. As a wedding photographer, are we worried about that? Because I know, and this is what I want, I want to talk about photo manipulation, because I know my take on photo manipulation is very, like... I only manipulate things uh that aren't that are temporary. So mm. I will take out like a zit or something like that on someone's face. You know, and very occasionally I might smooth out someone's skin, but if it's not something done in camera, it's very rare that I'll manipulate the sure, photo. Yeah. You know. To and this point she the effect changed the look of the photo and the whole feel and it it, it was amazing. Like I was like, Oh, Oh, it's not real. Okay, mm. that's interesting, but I didn't know it wasn't real. I wasn't even looking for anything to have been fake. I right. was just like, "Wow, kismet!" Like you really, you just, like, yeah, you landed a moment and you rocked it out of the park. But then thinking, oh, that's like that's that's a different. It's, maybe it's a different art, or or not. It's still photography. Yeah, yeah. That's and that's there's a lot of nuances to that. Sure. And so, I mean, maybe we'll talk first about how you, how do you approach photo manipulation or, like, Photoshopping things. Because I know one of my buddies photoshops out, like, light switches in a photo. Yeah. He's like Or, like, uh, like, any sort of, like, panel on the wall. That's a thing for him. Yeah. He sees it. He's like, your eye goes there. And I was like, nah, my eye doesn't go there. Yeah. But for him, his eye goes to certain things in a frame and are things that might distract you. And so his imagery uh, is a little cleaner, obviously. Yeah. And, um, and I just wonder what that does or what's that saying or, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, what does that say about no, society? I, I think you know, it's,
1: yeah. oh, man,
0: yeah. just, you just went there. You just Levi'd that. I just Levi'd <laughs> that. <I> said society.
1: <laughs> you <yeah>. just uh, said, <laughs> what does that say about society? What does photo yeah. manipulation say about society? <laughs> um, a couple of thoughts first is that i think a couple of years ago like i would see some photographers and it post like randomly before and after and i realized oh crap they're editing a lot of stuff out i'm like well that's kind of like unfair like their footwork is amazing but now it hit me like why do i think that's unfair they're like going an extra mile to make a photo extra special and if i'm not willing to put that work in there you actually asking myself like uh because i think it like not that it masks bad photography. I think that the person I'm thinking in particular was is incredible. And then, but when I recognized that, I was like, oh, that's why their their work is probably the next level, is because they take the care to go to the next level with it. And I just kind of realized, like, man, like, that's to do that for every wedding or everything you put out there is a lot of work. Um, and so then I, I think it would just refocus the conversation that there's actually a lot of work that can go into those things. And that I do think that depending on the amount of retouching, it can move it into a different genre of photography or a different style, I, I so to speak, of photography. But I think it's still photography and I think it's still relevant. And I think the reality is that all of us at some point use some sort of deception in our photography. And I'll explain that. Um, I, I feel like for myself, when I'm delivering my photos to my clients, my goal is that they remember the day a certain way. That it, like you're the author. Yeah, I'm the author, yeah. And yeah. I want it to... Uh, I don't want to change the narrative to be something different, but I want to focus on the things that are that they really want to focus on. Like for example, a lot of times when a groom sees his bride for the first time, or one partner sees the other partner for the first time, uh, I think it's especially noticeable with grooms. There is like no emotion. Like it's like they see her coming down the aisle, and it's just like no emotion. And it's not because they don't feel the emotion. It's because um, they're just not even sure how to react. There's maybe not even like the human wherewithal to just have a response to it uh it's just you you're um what's the word i'm looking for you're like uh you're well, just maybe, like you're, um
0: you're just like whatever s- no, almost stalling yeah exactly yeah, yeah you're kind well you're stalling yeah that's just kind of like, well, like, stalling, that, yeah, kinda like I, I know what you mean yeah you've seen yeah, many a groom not you're, just, you're processing through it all yeah yeah now and stunned is what i meant it, anyway go ahead. yeah, yeah. um uh,
1: but oftentimes like Three minutes earlier, some cute little flower kids or like ring bears walked in the aisle, and a groom just like biggest smile on his face. And I've done this with buddies where I've like switched those photos around. Or like In the timeline. In the timeline of, time or... of the day. Where like, okay. There's like the bride walking in an aisle, and then I show the shot of the groom's reaction to like the kit like the ring bearer walking in the aisle. Because realistically that the the faces, the the joy he's expressing in that photo is probably accurate representative and representative of exactly of like how he feels when, when his bride's walking in the aisle. Um, but he wasn't able to, those emotions didn't come out at that time and not because, um, just for whatever reason, but like he couldn't get them out or was process or whatever, things like that. Um, huh. I have moved those photos around like that. And that's, I mean, I'll just, I literally call it deception. It's not actually what happened. It's sure. not, but I think it's also reauthoring the story a bit to like, not just be true to the actual narrative, but be true to like, what it was like to be there, the feelings that go behind it.
0: But are you worried at all that that's true? Well, I guess if you're the author, then it's true to your personal narrative. But what, what I'm saying is maybe A.D., when he is standing there and the way the bride knows me is that she knows that when I'm really feeling something, I, I stand still. Do you know what I mean? And I, I take it in and there's something in my eyes that only she'll understand. Yeah. And so maybe the reality of this situation is more real than even you understand. Yeah. And so would you, do you fear that at all? That like maybe when you reauthor or reorder that thing that you're, you're, Not you're sort of negating. I think that's a,
1: a very real like critique. But I think what I typically end up doing is just leaving both the photos in there. Ones like this joyous photo, and ones like the like the the
0: photo that I, I took originally, um, like just like. But on the timeline, you have the joyous one.
1: Usually, that's the joyous one first because usually yeah. I put it like in a, in a slideshow, and it's like bride walking and aisle, joyous thing, and sure. then the other photos there typically. But it's just like you know, it's not. But at the same time, I think it also comes down to one knowing your clients uh, and two just kind of gauging them as well. Yeah. Um, like the, the one thing I'm thinking of in particular, for this one the. The groom is like a super happy, like really smiley, joyous kind of guy. Um, and I think he literally got just like in and, and the moment, was just like just so step. overwhelming. and a so processing and all that it was like not a chance for like his real emotion to pull out. And once but the, isn't
0: there beauty in that reality? There is. is you no, know, there
1: is. And I don't want to, and I think that that's the thing is I don't want to minimize that. But even coming back to the photo video thing um, where Kaylin was talking about like the one shot that the, that the um, photographer had of the groom looked like he got punched in the gut.
0: Yeah.
1: Where it's like um the photo that was captured doesn't maybe encompass the entire monumental element of like of that, like maybe having a video and seeing like the quiet for multiple seconds could like really like showcase that sure but just the photo by itself maybe doesn't do maybe just looks like he's mad yeah. and, and that's what, and that's what I'm trying to like I have to take create i don't have to, but I personally take creative liberties to say i want I want to kind of curate how they remember this to be the best version of this of a day in itself
0: yeah and uh, i I think i everyone does that in a certain sense sure we we don't always we give the best moment that we think is best to us when right. I edit photos i'm I'm deciding what they their day looks like, and they pay us to do that right and so um I don't think I have any sort of issue with reordering i wonder i I think I do it sometimes during speeches, like so when you if I get a good run of laughter during speeches, I'll take it, like, seven different ways. And right. they're just, like, touching and moving. And then that way... You just disperse those throughout the speeches? Yeah. So I don't yeah. have to, like... <laughs> because I'm I only one person. And so right. I can only take that angle of them laughing a couple of times. And then I go shoot every speaker right. the best way I can. And so I might disperse the laughter throughout the, yeah, yeah. Throughout the yeah. speech. Yeah, and that set. makes sense to me. It's like... Its just it's an element of curation that I think is
1: essential yeah. and then, but like going back to the original question at hand is like is once you start doing highly detailed curation or even changing the original product to be something different uh, are you yeah but it's like, different it is it is they are different but I think the root or the nuances are a bit of the same like the nuances that like creating an experience that the people can remember their clients can remember Yeah, but
0: wouldn't the clients in this one with the one I'm talking about wouldn't they Know that it wasn't raining. You know, wouldn't they... I, I should have asked her, but I, I didn't want her to think that I didn't like the photo because I honestly did. Right. I saw it, and I loved the photo. It was only after she told me that she put something... that she added something that I was like, oh. And I, then I was just confused at my mm-hmm. thoughts on the photo. So... and And I get that there's so much photo manipulation in the world, and I manipulate scenes to make a photo... I understand that, but I feel like there's a little something else going on when you, or even—is it the same thing to like, you know, help someone's like, uh, like, what are you chin fat or whatever mm-hmm. or like double chin, double chin, or to help someone's arm or to to make it look a little nicer? Because I was talking about that with another one of the attendees, and how that's what she does. She how, you know, she just, she wants people to look their best or look how they feel. Right. You know, and I'm like, okay. And they want, they want, she wants them to be seen beautifully, almost the way a painter does. And Mm -hmm. I I know that I don't think that our measure of a good photographer is how, how close it is to a painting. But I like that idea as like, oh, this looks painterly, but a painterly has, a painter has this ability to show you they can't show you their self exactly. Right. They can only show you their thought of yourself. Whereas a camera does have the yeah. ability to be a little bit more exact. Then, yeah, it's true. And then when we start manipulating that, do we take some of the the beauty of the pho- photographic art in a different way? Yeah, I mean, change it's, it?
1: it's essentially like a white lie, so to speak, of photography. Like, it's not what's true, but it's what someone wants to hear. Yeah. And I... And I I think those things are like, they're complicated because, yeah, I feel like with photography like that, it's it's not maybe what reality is expressed, but you're speaking into it in a way that maybe is that reality, so to speak, better than the actual reality. Is it creating something that's better than reality? Um, I mean,
0: I guess we're, we are deciding. An, we're exactly, saying yeah, exactly. hey, this is better. Yes,
1: yeah, exactly. And we're the ones up
0: saying, yes, this is better than how it really was. Yeah, but what about like a chubby person? You know, because I this is the thing that I I, this is why I'm on different sides. I'm chubby, okay. Well, I'm not talking about chubby people. I'm not that other than me. Let's say it's a picture of me. Someone takes a photo, and they're like, "Boom!" And then they push in my gut a little bit, make me look a little bit more superhero like, like Mm. how I feel. (laughs) 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 And then, and then. Uh, so I feel like as an author we get to tell people what beauty is mm-hmm. by our photograph or we could tell people what love can be like by our photograph but now I'm saying to AD the chubby AD that the who that you actually are isn't, isn't good enough isn't good enough to be yeah. photographed exactly or to be shown exactly and so that's where that's a little bit of where my, my fear is in photo manipulation on like a bride, you know, I want my brides to look stunning and they do. And you know, every now and then if I need to like, Oh, this came through or I'm sure this isn't, you know, I'll, I don't do a lot of like making people, I've never made anyone skin, skinny or anything like that. I don't know how to do that. (laughs) You know, I know how to do it in, in reality, in the camera, you know, there are tricks you can do to make, you know, but, uh, But the idea to do it afterwards, you know, I I understand why it's done. And I I think it's like a big part of certain like portrait photography and certain, you know, but is there, does it need to be broken up into another sort of strain of photography? Like this is like reality-based documentary photography or whatever. Mm -hmm. And this is like, you know, because if I go into a photo, uh, a photo competition with someone who is doing all these other things and then i'm just like no i just use my camera to create art right um not that that person isn't because they are it's it's very i i don't know but it's, i don't know yeah
1: no i th- I think you're bringing up a lot of great stuff that i'm i'm not sure i have answers to i do think it kind of comes back to that conversation we had with jessica christie who we was talking about like when we were talking about you know um making things out of lack versus making things out of and abundance. i think some yeah out of abundance yes and um I think it's kind of the same way too. I think sometimes maybe we put our clients into a box like ooh, they feel this way. Like they, f- I feel self-conscious for them or that I think they might be self-conscious therefore I'm, I'm going to create something out of that feeling to address that that may or may not be true because I want them to feel good versus being like, no, my clients are awesome people. They're confident and I'm just going to like shoot them the best way possible and then also like deliver photos that make them look awesome because I'm leaning into the confidence of mm-hmm. them. Um, and maybe that and the question with that then is like, I don't know if that's a conversation that you have beforehand and saying, hey, um, if you want to work with me, I embrace confidence and I embrace you the way you are. Uh, because I mean, all, mm-hmm. every, every one of us has yeah. had a, a, whatever, an aunt or a mom or someone oh, coming to us at a wedding. Like, oh, can you make me look skinnier? Or can you like, get rid of my arm fat? Like, I hear yeah. like every single wedding.
0: I'm going to break your camera, sweetie. Yeah. Are you sure you want to take my forward, yeah. Like I'm and, sure. Yeah. You're lovely. You're right. you're,
1: yeah. And I feel like those, obviously, those questions are. Like the well that's pulling from is this lack of confidence and this, mm-hmm. you know, insecurities. Um, and I, I don't – I guess maybe that comes down to clients too. Like communicating like, hey, I – you are fine as you are and I want you to feel as fine as you are as well too. Uh, but then at that point it's like do you – maybe that's a communication with your clients if that's, you know, your way of working. Say, hey, um, I don't do this. I don't make people – I don't force people to be skinnier or, or whatever this or that or because – I believe in people as they are, I want to embrace that. And if you want something different than that, that, then yeah. you like I'm not the right person for you. And but I think that I also I think that I think it comes back to that same question, like um, so a sense of lack or a sense of abundance with your client's emotions, like oh they might be insecure. I'm going to like preemptively do this.
0: Okay, I mean, and that's yeah. and
1: that's one way of,
0: and that's of, only uh, yeah, that's no, one part. That's of one the, part of the of conversation. It, yeah. The other one for the rain additive photo, that photo is amazing. Yeah. And it makes me feel a certain way. And if I'm trying to evoke emotions, you know, as a photographer, then that photograph right. succeeded. You know, like it, it. I saw it and I was like, "Dang, that's awesome." You know, you know, and maybe I, I, you know, it's only the fact that I'm saying something about it now is the part that detracts it, right. detracts from that. But the emotion hit me, and I think as a photographer, some some of us, that's our job right. is sort of. You know, to have people feel something through our photos. And so if that's, you know, like if that's how the day felt and isn't isn't that why we put skins on our photos to sort of match some of some of the feel and this was a skin that she added to her photo to match the feel. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know though. I I, and I think uh, there's a part of me that doesn't like it. Yeah. But and it yeah.
1: And also, I think maybe even begs the question of who the audience is. Is a question, is a photograph for people who are present there to remember the day a certain way, or was it to wow an audience that wasn't present that can't compare it to reality? Oh, I don't
0: think those are the only two options. Oh yeah, yeah of yeah. course
1: yeah, those aren't the only two options. But like, yeah. those are yeah. But that's good that you you know call that out too because like those aren't the only two options. But like that even like who is it being created for? Is it being created for, you know. Someone who was there, or someone who wasn't there. Sure. And I mean that's an interesting implication. So, you know, or just to,
0: like art in general, right. you're just creating it to so that it is created.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I do feel like, especially with photography, there's this element that we have of like, ooh, we're creating something for the next client, so they see it and then they want to book us, kind of thing. Or I feel like that's a little bit more present with photography than it is with maybe other other mediums. Like I feel like with painting, you paint something that speaks to you, and with something like wedding photography in particular, like you gotta you're kind of shooting to attract a client that will come at you in the future saying, I saw this photo. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if yeah. I agree with that. Oh, I don't know if I agree with that. I like, mean, I, I, that you're only shooting. Not, to no, 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 not client. only shooting for that, but thinking about that.
0: No, man, I don't know. Okay. Yes. in to a certain extent, but I'm, I'm shooting to make baller images for my client in front of me I'm not thinking I don't think it's in the back of my head it's like will my future clients like this you know I think will this couple like this Mm -hmm. maybe when I'm posting to Instagram I'm like will my future clients like this one or who will like this one but I don't post on that option or where when I'm blogging or something like that maybe I think of it then but while I'm shooting I'm not concerned with I'm I'm I think I'm only concerned with Will this girl like this photo of her? Will this guy, will he like this photo? Yeah. Or, you know, or will the parents like, you know, I got to get one for their parents. I'm not. Or me. Will I like this photo? I don't know that I've ever been like, I'm trying to answer you honestly, though. Like, have I ever thought, oh, will my future clients? Ah. Uh,
1: Sure, and, there's and an elegant I mean, of a photographer like, that just, wants to be seen. It's then. just – yeah, but it's okay. uh, more what I'm getting at is just that it's just messy because you know that there's an audience outside of the people sure. of the, for the day. And that's kind of what I'm, ultimately what I'm getting at is that you know that there's an audience, whether you're curating things or the people are seeing it, that exists beyond that family, that couple. Um, even like the audience of like their friends and family that are present there that see things. And so I I just think that those those are questions on the table like who – who do we create for? Do we create for ourselves? Do we create to be seen? Do we create for our clients to just get killer images and that's it? Do we, like, and we kind of address that too. We say like, oh, do you, if you have an NDA in the wedding, do you feel like you're going to be less creative or like not push yourself as much? And um, I think just being honest, like those, those, not that like that affects everybody, but I feel like there are implications that these things have, like if you, of who will see your images and, and what that means for you. But I mean, I think it also goes back to just like black versus abundance. Like, do I you was like out there just making awesome stuff because you can or feel like man I gotta like make killer images because I think people gotta book me because I need to pay for my, my rent mm. or my work because I remember like when I was first starting out I go to everybody and I'm like oh my gosh I really hope that I can show some of these photos somewhere because I need to book more stuff like I don't I don't have that many bookings I need these photos to be like something awesome so I can like, throw them up in a blog or something and if the wedding, like, wasn't that way or, like, oh, I just don't feel like, you know, something wasn't something I feel like I could share or wasn't my best work or I didn't bring them my A game or whatever. then it's, like, crap, like, I got nothing to show. And am are feeling that. And I feel like – and that's, yeah, that's raw and that's honest. And I'm not that I was even right. But, like, that's how I felt at the time. Sure. And I think it's just, like – but there's just that nuance
0: of it, too. I don't think there's an issue with it. I just uh, – I don't know that that's ever driven me to be, like, oh, well, other people. Yeah. You know, even that style shit I did – I I haven't shown any. I'm just kind of like I do uh, feel a little AD like you're
1: a uniquely unique person in this way where I feel like I feel like you just do what you want in a good way and like you just pursue it and I love that about you is because I feel like you just take things and you just do them and sometimes people are like what? That's weird. And you're like, eh, I don't care. You just do it.
0: And I think that's a good thing. That's your, that's your impression of me. Eh, I don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a 1940s cartoon character.
0: <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and, but
1: I think that's a really powerful trait about you is that I feel like you are not okay, like well, well,
0: impacted by the people. Sure. Thanks. I mean, I'm sure I am, but you know, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, you're no um, saint, obviously. I'm just saying, no I'm just saint. But I mean, yeah. So that's a, okay. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I think I'm still not sure what I think about photo <laughs> manipulation. Um, I feel like I'm more confused now than I was at the beginning. Yeah. Of the like oh man, like, uh, because it's not like I don't. I crop photos and I straighten them in Photoshop and I, there's but for me there's a little bit of the line. Like maybe I crop out. Things that I should have like, oh, I didn't have the skill to see that. I would have right. cropped it out before. I might clone something out if it's in the way, or like if there's like a stop sign or something. So I am manipulating the photo. Right. Um, it just it just made me feel less destructive or less
1: like malleable than to, like adding something that additive manipulation. Yeah,
0: is maybe that's the line for me. Yeah. Is like I don't know that I've ever added anything to a photo like like rain or snow or puppies or, or something. Or puppies. Oh <laughs> gosh, puppies. That would make all of my, the- <laughs> um, it, it, yeah. And especially when it's done really well, it just looks real. Right. And I'm just like, Oh, is that a different art form? Is that, is that a more, you know, cause you know, you see these photos on, online where they're just like, I don't know, like a, I just remember one of this guy, inside of like a cave and but the cave was like flipped upside down and it was like this sort of vortex image it's like really weird but it was cool i was like and i was like how did he do that i don't know how he did it Mm -hmm. and my buddy was like oh he he did this in photoshop then he did this flipped over thing and he did this thing and i was like oh that's not oh just it's
1: not photography yeah (laughs) it's not a
0: photo it was a photo but now it's something else and i wonder Mm -hmm. where that line goes or or if it even matters, yeah. maybe it doesn't even matter. What do you Tell us what you think,
1: y'all. This is the Black Eyed Podcast. Tell us your thoughts on this because uh, we want to know. I'm curious about this because I don't know if I have any more answers now than I did before. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we're going to take a break. and We're
0: going to come back with a photographer of the week. Star of the week. Come back. Peace. All right, we're back. We're back. Guys, I hope you're editing. I hope you're getting stuff done. Um, in light of what we're talking about, in, in light of like uh, photo manipulation and stuff like that, uh, these guys don't always manipulate their photos, but they do sometimes. And they are masters of sort of this craft right now. I love their work. Um, it's Muse.And.Mirror. So Muse and Mirror. Muse and Mirror out of Leipzig. Germany. Oh, I would say Lips. Okay. Leipzig, Leipzig. Germany. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've, I've followed them for a while. Uh, romantic and nostalgic wedding photography. I love what they do. But if you see, like, right now, their first image is sort of of this floating bride and groom... Um, I'm only assuming that it's manipulated and not some, you know, that it's not like just like two two apparitions, two apparitions yeah. floating, and they just got lucky and caught it. <laughs> um, but there are photographers of the week because I don't even know who's behind the group. But oh, this it says is did it in, Rania um, and Victor. Okay, Rania and Victor. They're they're making art out of wedding photographs, and that's something that I think that we can do more of. Yeah. Like doing something that transcends just the picture right in front of you. And so even though it's it may or may not be manipulated it's still extremely beautiful and so we want to call attention to muse and mirror yeah uh, it's like that the feeling I get from that photo that first photo is insane. I would never take it because I don't manipulate it in this way but I think it's stunning and it, it's something that's uh, should be seen and I, I hope they keep doing it all of their photos aren't manipulated well I don't know that anymore I don't know anything anymore (laughs) Um, but if you watch if you look at their work they definitely have um, a really light uh, touch and a really great feel uh, to their images they're so perfect they're so wonderful Um, yeah it's it's, I love the way they shoot Um, it's very romantic and nostalgic which is the words they used Um, yeah so check them out Muse and Mirror on the interwebs on Instagram on Instagram Thanks, y'all, for joining in with us this week.
1: This is the Blacklight Podcast. You can hit us up over uh, Instagram at LeviT Arena and at Adonijaja. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Remember to send us those voice memos, and we look forward to hitting you up next week.
0: Yeah, guys. Cheers. We love you. Peace.